Well, good morning, listener. It's um, just after nine o'clock here on 3CR, as always, and it's time for Left After Breakfast. Susanna here with you this morning, and I'm joined by the, the, the bag man. And let's... Um, I've just received a lovely little CD of some music from Chris Gaffney, who produces the program after mine. Thank you, Chris, for your thoughtfulness in bringing this in to me. Look, listener, it's um, with great sadness this morning that I tell you about the loss of Lynn Beaton, a wonderful woman. Lynn, a wonderful woman, a devoted mother and grandmother, an inspiring friend, a lifelong socialist, a lifelong feminist and a lifelong fighter. If Look, she was beautiful, warm, engaging, committed, passionate, funny and honest. She was brilliant and she was brave. She was a star amongst us here, a, a, a shining star. I loved her humour. I loved her generous spirit and I loved her wonderful ability to, to, to live. She lived, it's just incredible the way Lynn could just live. I loved her. And look, Lynn, um, Lynn look, you've inspired me and I'll always miss, miss you. You'll always be with me. Listen, now if you have a tribute, a little short tribute or whatever you'd like to say, something about Lynn, you can give us a ring here on 94190155. And just before I'm joined by the bag man, I'd like to say um, something. The sadness of losing Lynn must give us a vivid appreciation of how brief and how precious our life is. We must never trivialise the meaning of death by pretending it's anything other than a final parting. There's nothing out there. There's no heaven waiting for anyone. We're not going to meet anyone again. It's a final parting and we must never trivialise the full impact of death. Every single moment that we're alive and every single moment that we're with our family and our friends every single moment of those is a miracle and I don't mean a miracle in the sense of any religious stuff or supernatural stuff I mean in the sense of chance we're all the beneficiaries of chance pure chance is so generous and so kind the miracle is that we find our friends in the vastness of space, in the immensity of time. Here and now we find them. So cherish them, listener. Cherish them while you've got them. Ah, oh, yes, Susan. A fitting tribute to, uh, to Lynn Beaton. Last Saturday night I was inspired, inspired by the sentiments expressed by Lynn Beaton's daughters, Chloe and Lucy, friends and comrades, at, unfortunately, her 70th birthday party. The words spoken by her daughters Lucy and Chloe gave us a complete history of a feminist, a trade union warrior, an author, a working class academic, and more importantly, a mother. Now, when we went to that party last Saturday night for Lynn Beaton's birthday, we didn't know that, uh, well, she was happy, she was very proud of her daughters. Uh, she was uh, happy with her friends and comrades. And uh, little did we know that uh, she would pass away uh, sometime 
not long after that uh, that birthday party. So we're paying tribute to Lynn Beaton today. Uh, Lynn is famous. Her, fam- her family is famous uh, in my books. Uh, they're a political family. She taught her daughters to stand up for what they believed in, not just talk about it, but actually go and take direct action to do something to change the problems of the world. Now, it's not very often that uh, you get people to do that, but uh, Lynn was one of those. Uh, I worked with Lynn on a on a couple of books that she, she wrote, um, and it's very sad uh, um, what what what's happened to her. So we're paying tributes uh, a tribute to Lynn. Um, anybody that wants to ring up, um, I've spoken to some people today that said they would love to ring in, um, but would be too emotional. But uh, that's how it goes. That's the way. That's the way she affected people. Um, it's a there's a big hole in our life. But uh, her spirit will live on. She won't be going to heaven. She won't be going to hell. Um, but she'll be in our hearts for a long, long time. Now you got some music lined up there, Susan. I was going to. Um, no, you haven't. I was. Uh, I was going to quote something here. All right. From, uh, from, Not um, Shakespeare or someone. No, I was going to quote Lynn Beeson from oh, right. okay. Horizons. And, and if people, if you wanted to, if you're trying to get a hold of this book, well, it's pretty well bloody impossible to get a hold of. But you can, I can see if I can manage something for you. I do have it in a couple of different file formats. So um, get on to me if you want that, especially you, Sue Bolton, who expressed keen interest in getting hold of one. Um, look, I just want to quote something from it. It's at the end of the book when she says, And this is really important, she says, she wrote, When the strike ended, it was devastating for those who had given their all in its success. I should actually start again. I have a, we have a young man out in um, Studio 2 who who is producing the talkback on 94190155. If if you want to um, phone in, Andrew will take your call and put you through so you can have a tribute to Lynn. Now, Andrew doesn't, would it know that Lynn's... um, book was about the miners' strike in England in 84-85. Um, it was a big deal. Lynn went and stayed there for two years to cover the miners' strike and from that came a book about two women mainly involved in it. So that her book was called Shifting Horizons. Now, but just at, to sum up that book, she sums up all of the book when she said towards the end, she said... When the strike ended, it was devastating for those who had given their all in its success. But they were not and never would be the same people that had entered the strike. The extent to which individuals are transformed in struggle, finding strengths they were unaware of, realising the class and nature of the society in which they lived, that was the legacy of the strike. On the other hand, the defeat opened the gates for Thatcher to take on other unions one by one and then to introduce the neoliberal policies that bear her name. Across the Atlantic, Ronald Reagan introduced the same policies and the world since then has been dominated, dominated from them ever since. The defeat of the British miners sent a shiver through union movements around the world, but it should have shaken them up. Since this defeat... Unions in Australia and most other countries have lost their members and lost their strength. Now that the result of neoliberal policies is clear, our need to fight them is 
paramount. And it bloody is, Lester, isn't it? It's paramount. Thank you, Lynn. Even more so uh, these days. Um, Lynn actually went and joined the miners' strike and uh, she stood on the picket line with them um, while she heard their stories and then uh, wrote them in, in a book form. Uh, but that's the type of person Lynn was, uh, not to talk about things but to actually go and take part, a uh, bit of direct action. So we'll be taking your calls, anybody that's not too emotional. Uh, to ring up. Um, we'll also take other calls, I sh- should imagine, um, in, in a tribute to, uh, to Lynn. Now, we don't know the details of um, of her funeral or anything like that, but uh, as soon as we become aware of them, um, we'll let you know. Um, and probably on Facebook, that's a way that we communicate these days. Um, so... So... Um, We've got some technical faults. Someone's left the door open and Susan Duffy's out in the um, hallway uh, yelling at Chris Gaffney. I don't know what he's done wrong, but uh, that's the way you, that's the way it goes. <laughs> we've got we've got pandemonium in the studio. We can't get the antiquated, antiquated uh, equipment to work or get uh, Chris Gaffney's pirated CD, which he probably stole off the internet <laughs> to, to work in our to work in our studio. Um, let's hope we've uh, got over those uh, technical faults. Susan Duffy's putting her headphones back on and she'll press the button to, to say, go, leave me alone, nick off. No, I'm very sorry, that was my problem. <laughs> so it's just a little problem. I, listen, don't worry, I, I thank all those listeners who paid up for the Radiothon and actually oh, yeah. got one of these machines to work. My problem was I wasn't thinking straight and I was using the wrong machine. I was using the old one, which is actually unplugged. <laughs> I wonder why I couldn't see any red lights or anything on it. But I thought um, I'd just play. Well, talking about technical faults, I've got a new camera and I've been taking photographs for many years now, for too many years, and I got a new camera and uh, I took it to a memoriam that we had for a bloke called uh, Mark Lawrence who unfortunately uh, passed away not so long ago and it was my job to photograph the uh, the memoriam. Um, I couldn't get the camera to work until Steve Roach for the CFMU suggested that I should... I should remove the lens the cap. Lens cap. <laughs> yes, well, I couldn't believe it. It's happened to the best of us, even a uh, even a professional photographer like yourself, mm. man. And uh, even a sort of well, a professional radio uh, producer as I am. That's <laughs> true. Right. I wasn't thinking. I'm deeply grieving the loss of um, a wonderful woman, Lynn. She was just um, <sighs> one. I had asked Chris to bring in a, a song for me to play. Which he probably stole off the internet and no, hasn't paid anything for. I just want to um, say once again that I play this in memory of Lynn and we're all the better, Lynn, for being part of her journey. And well, I'll say once again, Vale, and rest in power. Rest in power. Yes, it's a good one, isn't it? You know, the, I, I thought about the best way to describe it, and I hope it's not putting it down, but a loyal foot soldier of the trade union movement. That's the way I'd look at it. Wor- a working class warrior. A working class warrior. Good mm. on your back, man. Yeah. 
uh, come up with some pearls every now and then, or as in um, um, Bill Shorten's uh, uh, lingo, a zinger. Oh, right. <laughs> a zinger. Right, let's go to play some music. That must be the end of that music, uh, Susan. The only reason that I know that is because I hear the clapping at the end of it. Did you actually meet Paul Robeson? No, I didn't actually. Or weren't you born? No, 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 I didn't actually meet him, but uh, I once lived in a house where Paul Robeson stayed when he was here in Melbourne. He was here in Melbourne singing at uh, uh, building sites. Mm, um, the Wolf. That's right, yes. I stayed at the house in, uh, don't get me wrong here, Susan, there was cheap digs uh, in South Yarra. Uh, where Paul Robeson uh, stayed. It was the same house where Frank Hardy's book was uh, put together. What was the name of that one again? Power and Glory. Power Without Glory. Power Without Glory. Power Without Glory, yeah. Some, You're one talking of the mi- to someone who actually works with Frank Hardy at one stage. You did? In, in the late years, only recently, only what, just over 20 years ago. Down into Collingwood, really, when we were, he was putting together some other stuff. I didn't get on very well with him. Yeah. No. I actually went to his funeral, as mm. it was. I think uh, Gough Whitlam was there mm. also, and that was in the Collingwood Town Hall. Yes. And talking about Collingwood, don't know where your offsider is, but you'll be in soon. You've both given up on Collingwood. Well, I have. I believe you've stopped barracking. Well, I have. Let's see what your comrade thinks when she comes well, in, because when when she stayed at my place, when the Collingwood was playing on the television, she used to go and get her Collingwood socks and her scarf and whatever and sit on the... Oh, God. I used to watch um, replays wearing wearing a Collingwood scarf. What, hoping they'd win? Well, yeah, you never know. I've never met a sane Collingwood supporter uh, yet. No, I'm a sane Collingwood ex-supporter, ex-Collingwood supporter. Well... But I was I met that song sung so beautifully by Paul Robes and Joe Hill. God, I remember <laughs> a couple of times. But one night in particular, sitting up in my kitchen with Lynn Beaton, singing <laughs> Joe Hill. And, of course, Lynn could sing. Well, I, I can't. Well, she was in a choir. Yeah, but, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. I was in a choir once. It doesn't mean I can sing. And when I was at school, I was in the school choir. They put me in the front and I was told to mime. I thought you were a milk monitor. No, I had, no, I was never a milk monitor. I was a prefect. Oh. But, I had to, but I had to stand in the front row and mind. They didn't want to hear my voice. But I made up the numbers. Plus, um, they, uh, plus I didn't want to, you know, well, they want to make the numbers. Plus, I was small and I was blonde. And you'd that. been in the movies. Well, and been in the movies. What was the name of that film? On the Beach. On the Beach. And you were the little blonde girl standing in line, six years old. I was a little bit older than six, but it doesn't matter. I was also in a pool with Gregory Peck, what a beautiful man. But I remember the neighbour came and (laughs) knocked on the door and asked, was everything all right? Mm. Because she'd heard this sort of noise and thought something might have happened um, to me. um, Porphyry Pearl. um, um, That you were both known to. Lynn's voice and all the was me. Probably Um, after trying to finish that story when you were six years old you're on on a movie called on the beach with gregory peck and uh who's you're listening to community radio 3cr 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 
a woman whose name I forget. He was standing in Ava Gardner. He was standing in line to take the suicide pill, as I understand it. Ah, start of a brilliant uh, theatrical career. How long have you been here now, Susan? Forty-three years. Oh yeah. We've got someone ringing in, and you can't. Oh right. Not, oh, well, no, maybe we actually, should try no, and get... Actually, no, she's not on the phone. She's, she's gone. Not. Oh, right. Um, yeah, all right. She'd like us to play some music from, from Judy Small. Look, if it, we don't have any music here in 3CR. It, we, we, don't have, we don't have studios surrounded you know, by racks and racks of what I, I almost said records. But they, they aren't even discs anymore. They all come in little press button things, the same as yesterday I was looking for some of my music at home, and I don't even have anything at home. Mine's in the cloud. I want to play music. It comes through my Apple TV and the house speakers. You're not supposed to advertise on this um, it's called radio Apple TV, program. Right. It's called Apple TV. That's hey. what it's called. Right. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, so I don't have music. I, I, I wanted to find the one, the record of you, the recording of you, Bagman. One of your wonderful, um, you can't get me. I'm part of part the of union, the union, which was a terrific record. And twice we've had it, we've had a copy of it here in Three C R, and it's been stolen, stolen. twice. Yeah, recorded at the Harry Danaher Hall, oh. which was part of the BLF at the back of uh, Norm Gallagher's. Um, oh, see, there you go. Uh, there are people ringing me in, they're ringing in for me and whatever. So I'll try and turn it off. Uh, that's his phone, by the How's way. How's that? Doesn't work. You have there to turn it, off at the <laughs> turn it off at the top. Yeah, well, I turn mine off at the side. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, I've no idea. Look at the back of it. Well, I'm not going to say. No, you're not going to say because <laughs> you'd be accused. It was given to me, Susan. I hate them. They're instruments of torture, a telephone. First thing is... Your wife can find out where you were. Uh, you are. Good morning. That's not any problem of mine. No, no. Well, get yourself a wife. Um, but I, wish. Uh, I should say hello to uh, my partner Anne. She's in hospital. Back in hospital yeah, again good this morning. morning Anne. Uh, if she's listening. Ah, so I've been sent a message that. Um, that let me see. Well, I'll while we're waiting, <laughs> while we're waiting, I, I think it was from um, Irene uh, Bolger, part of the Soldier Bolger group, um, to say that she's running a bit late, but she'll be there soon. She missed her tram coming up uh, Victoria Street in Abbotsford. Is that the same tram she missed last week and the week before. She missed the tram all the time. She should start catching a bus. Well. Every time you go to a tram stop, you miss the tram, haven't you? But there's one behind it. That's the one you get on. Yeah, but as you... It isn't like you wait there and sort of when you get to the stop, they say, oh, look, she's at the stop. Now we'll start the trams running. That's right. And as you walk up to the corner and you can't run fast these days, there's always a tram going past. Yeah. Well, I've stopped running on the damn things. It's okay. No, but I had a couple of... I thought I turned the frigging thing off. There's no need to yell at me, Bagman. Look, I know you're stretched. 
Uh, I, I, I found out very young in life, um, when I was, uh, just after I got married and had children and whatever, and I used to earn about five quid a oh, week. this is back in the old days. Back in the old yeah. days, you know, the old money and whatever, that uh, I used to get a dollar a week uh, pocket money, and out of that I had to pay me tram fares and whatever, so um, I found out how much it cost to get on the tram. And then I figured out if I ran behind a taxi, I'd save twice as much. That's true. It is true. Now, you keep talking. I'm going to go and answer this telephone. Well, it can't because it stopped ringing. That's as old as, uh, that's as, old as you are, Bagman. It's just another old memory that the Bagman um, pulls up every now and then. Yep. Yep. And we all have our head of old memories of the people that we love and miss, for heaven's sake. And they do knock us about and knock us down and drag us low, but we we have to take courage from our brave friends like Lynn Beaton, who was always telling us to keep fighting. Though I remember her not telling me to keep singing that night when the neighbour came and knocked on the door to check on my safety because of the caterwauling. It was quite... I thought, thought someone was strangling the cat. She could stay up very, very late. Yeah, I know. She'd well, been... well, I could in those days too, but she could beat me. I know. She'd been in my backyard many a time. Yeah. Well, we were in the backyard. We were in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of times, just the two of us. Well, anyway, if anybody wants to ring in, as we said, most people were that we know are, are going to be too emotional to talk about, Lynn, but uh, I suppose we'll take some talkback calls, wouldn't we, or not, on any subject? We've well, got a producer, so why not use him, young Andrew? Well, yes, I suppose yeah. we could. Put him to good use. Mm. <sighs> oh, well, and I realised why I, I thought I was having trouble answering a talkback phone. It wasn't a talkback call at all. It was just someone who rang in and said, um, can you play a record? That was a vet. Yes. Yeah. And I was trying to say we don't have them, Yvette. And a vet was a great, um, a great friend of Lynn Beaton's. We used to have, we used to have a record library here. It was full of vinyl records. We've got. It was full of. We had shellac in there. I remember them shellac. Really. Yeah, and when you'd sit on them, they'd break. <laughs> you had to be very careful of them. That's one reason why we have to have a radiothon every every twelve months or so. Um, and thank you to all the people that uh, donated last week. We nearly reached our target. We haven't quite reached it. But some people did uh, contact me by uh, Facebook to say that um, they'd missed the program uh, and were sending in some money anyway. Uh, Mary Blewett from the former yeah. secretary of the uh, teachers union uh, um, told me that she would donate also so thank you once again mary and thank you to all the people that donated uh, to the program yes well irene of course is um, concerned with those more foul remarks from eddie mcguire and i'm sorry but i'm just just the same i've given up on the team, this is a team that's going to have a women's team very soon. And, look, if they get rid of him, I'll go back to barracking for Collingwood. But before that, you know... Gee, you give up easy, don't you? What, after 40-something years? Yeah, but, um, 40 years. I thought you started barracking for them when you were a child. Well, I'm lying about my age. OK, 70 bloody years. OK, there's no need, you know, that... 
Well, I, I did uh, Look, see that people were telling him he should donate some money to White Ribbon. Yeah, I've seen some other comments that uh, saying he shouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't give a bloody penny to White, to White Ribbon. Ribbon. And no one should. Mm. It's a boys' club. Is it? Where they sit around having dinners and with the money that they raise, they have oh, more right. dinners. Okay. And they tell each other. Look, it's the kind of thing, if they had women in it, mm. they'd have Lily and Frank. Oh, my God. Well, you Lily know, and Frank, is she, is she shuffled off, off the mortal coil no, she's, yet? No, she's not. Oh, is, she, is she do, still doing hairdressing oh, I think in Turak? I think she might have retired, but we know what kind of a person she is and um, has a life she's spent having fundraisers, raising money for people $1,000, a hit for tickets for things. And she actually raised something. She tried to raise something for some cancer awareness mm. once, and all they got was $16 from it. Really? Well, they had to pay all the They costs. had to pay the champagne and the cucumber and Lillian's, sandwiches. And Lillian's costs, of course, oh, for right. organising it all, and that's basically what white mm. women is. A mm. white women is. It's a boys' right. blokey club. But I tell you what, the comments that were made by uh, Maguire, um, obviously um, off-target and whatever, reprehensible, but... He got more publicity, the same as that other than the Anderthol, yeah. um, John and Sammy Newman. It took over the newspaper. Now, only two weeks before, 50-odd people had been killed in a, um, in a mass yeah. shooting in America. And stirred up by hate speech, too. Stirred up by hate yeah. speech. And this, Eddie Maguire and Sam Newman's comments got more um, news, newspaper coverage than the uh, the shootings in, in Orlando. Well, and people vote too. Irene Bulger, good morning. Good morning. Did you hear me just vomiting then? <laughs> oh, when he mentioned uh, Newman, Sam yeah. Newman. Yes, well. You, you, you told me, you told me <laughs> that oh, you no. weren't going to barrack for Collingwood anymore. I did not. I... You did. I've got it here in writing no, on Facebook. Yeah. No, no. Well, I, she's she's quit. I've gone. I'm finished. Finished. Yes, I heard that just as I was coming in. I'm and, out. Uh, no, I'm not not bad for Collingwood. It's it's Eddie McGuire that I'm cross with, and I gave him a spray on my Facebook page. Well, I've sent them uh, an email. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Saying I'm, I'm out, I'm which means I can't go to the bloody club anymore because I'm not a member. Well, and not that I've been for a while, but I like <laughs> going there. Yes, I used to like going there, but. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm I'm not a member now. I used to be, but on the pension, it's a bit hard being a member. Yeah. But um, uh, no, I'm still going to barrack for them. Goodness me, I can't do them. Well, follow I can't, no, I can't. I can't. Follow ah. Susan's lead. No. I'm out. As soon as he's gone, I'll come back and I'll barrack for the team again, oh. like 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 all barrackers should. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't give the team up. Good old Collingwood forever. Side by side, we stick together. I I I had a neighbour once. Did you? That well, I did. Um, I'm not. uh, He he used he barracked for Collingwood, and his wife barracked for North Melbourne. So whenever Collingwood played North Melbourne, and North Melbourne won, as they did on on most occasions, he used to take a slab of beer out to his car. Put it in the boot, and he would not go in the house for the night. He would stay in his car, um, and um, 
and drink the beer because he wouldn't go in the house uh, that uh, his wife was in. And I'm, now, I'm being inundated with the calls. I'm going to have to leave the studio for a minute. Yeah, and I'm going to have to say Yvette. Um, I'll be back in one moment. Everyone's leaving the studio. What is going on? People are walking out everywhere. Oh, well, not to worry. We've lost that call again. I suppose. Are you there, Yvette? No. Not a problem. Okay, look, look, listen, don't worry about it. I appreciate people attempting to ring in and uh, give us a comment. But such is life. Not to worry. All right. Yes, you're, you're back, you're back. Yes, I, I hadn't heard what had happened to Lynn, and uh, I really, I mean, that's awful. I've known him, <clears throat> pardon me, for many years, and uh, uh, she's only, she's younger than me. Yes. So it's a shock. Yeah, it's terrible. It is. It has, it's been absolutely awful, yes. Not, that's... Yes, it's thrown me right off all my uh, panelling here. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are people are people ringing in this morning? No, well, people no. have rung and said they didn't like to. They felt too emotional. Oh, OK, And And yes. uh, we've both been feeling yeah. emotional this yeah, morning so also. So I know. Um, we're trying to dissipate a bit of that emotion by talking about Collingwood because... <laughs> Uh, Collingwood, uh, talking about Collingwood make you vomit. A little yeah. hard everybody else. There you go. We've got yeah. 600 people in the studio yeah, at the moment for some reason. We're very, very popular this morning. I'm talking, oh. yes. And, <laughs> Keep on talking uh, with Well, I can have a tool of the week this week. Oh. <clears throat> It'll be uh, Sam Newman. I mean, that man, we're not supposed to talk about what people look like. I suppose, are we? Well, no. You a, do, but... He had a know. fair bit of work done to his face. He's had so much work Mr. done Spackfield to his face. He looks, <laughs> he looks very strange in the face. Um, well, he's a vain man. He's had uh, yes, facial surgery. He's he had, has. Well, oh, yeah. he's had possibly Botox or a facelift. He's had a facelift, I think. I'll tell you it? what concerns me about um, uh, people like Sam Newman and people like Eddie Maguire and whatever. They have a football show um, on every Thursday night and it's packed with women who hang on every word. I know. That what this is that? Neanderthal talks about. What is that? What is what? It's just me saying Oh, well, no, the women going there and hanging on. It's on quite all right. What's quite all right? Technical difficulties of a call sign of community radio, but uh, we believe we're back on uh, we're back on the airwaves on the wireless as we talk. Yes, because I had been trying to speak with Yvette. Oh, had you? Oh. Yes. Well, where is she? I think she might have gone home. All right. Which is a shame. Lucy. Good morning. Hello. Yes, hello. hello good morning, Hi. Lucy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm um, ringing to to um, uh, uh, just say hello and um, appreciate the two of you talking about my beautiful mother and her night hour times. And I'm ringing to speak of her and to use my voice 
as my mother taught me to do and to just wanted to shout out to the community of the left of Melbourne, the radical left of Melbourne that I have been fortunate enough that my mother raised me in the bosom of. And I'm ringing to say that we feel all of you with us in this and that Lynn's party was just the perfect send-off. My mother got to hear her daughter's love and respect for her work, her ideas, her passion, her heart, and her as a mum. She's outstanding. Um, Susanna, we want to know, do you want some of her mum's sourdough? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes Lucy, Lucy, yes. Lucy, I was going to get some on Monday. She was going to give me some this I know, I know Monday that you in a couple was... of days. I know you two were in the process of um, baking. She was Bake teaching off. me. She was, going, she was going to make some bread for me, Lucy. Well, she was teaching That's me. That's what I'm her waiting for. Her bread was for. good, Dennis. Yeah. Uncle Dennis, her bread was outstanding, <laughs> uh, let me uh, tell you. Uh, look, tell um, you. Oh, I'd uh, love some of that sourdough culture. <laughs> she, she, uh, I was going to pick some up this coming Monday, Lucy. Well, we can mm. arrange that, Susan. Oh, okay. You get on to us and we'll, we'll make and, sure you get some of that. And, and I can make her bread for the next 30 years. You see, it'll be her culture. <laughs> it'll be her bread. Call it Lynn's bread. I will. Yeah, Lynn's yeah. bread. Um, uh, Lucy. Well, it's called a mother, Dennis, if you know, if you do know anything about sourdough culture. No, I don't. It's the mother. Called the mother. Mm. Really? The mother. Yeah. Go on. That's you learn tricky. something every day. Uh, Lucy, um, uh, we we really feel with you um, uh, in the last few days. Uh, you made an inspirational speech at your mother's birthday. Uh, I was quite moved by it. Uh, Chloe you. also made a, a, a speech, your speech, um, was inspirational to me and I felt that I had to put it in words and I've done that on Facebook but uh, it was it was a great night. Uh, we hope that your mother had a great time. She um, did. She, she attended her own send-off, I suppose. Could you let us know the details of mum's um, um, funeral when it happens, please? Absolutely, Dennis. Um, we're going to have a large um, public memorial and... Right at the Brunswick Town Hall. Great. We haven't got a confirmed date, no. but we will be widely publicising that, including the mainstream press yep. Yep. <laughs> and, um, of course, 3CR. Um, and, yeah, they, they, obviously it's a very difficult time for us, yeah. and yeah. I just I just wanted to, as my mother would want me to, I will not lose my voice from this. Yeah. I will take her strength. She is in us. She... Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to go now, but I just yeah. wanted to Thank be you, on Lucy. air to say. Lucy, it's our here. I just want to say that I knew your mother years ago. I haven't seen her for quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, but she was a, just a, such a great, terrific woman. And uh, can I tell you that, you know, we're all going to remember her for a long time. Thank, Thank you, Lucy. Good, Good you. luck, Lucy, Thank and uh, uh, um, say hello to Chloe for us. Thank I will, you and me. I just also want to acknowledge my sister, and yep. I have not been apart, and mm. she's incredible, and the way we love each other is the way our mother taught us to, mm. and she wrote that speech with me. She oh, just right. didn't deliver it. We wrote it together, Dennis. Well, it was it, absolutely every, all of it was both of us. Inspirational. And I love my inspirational. I, th- I found out things about Lynn Beaton, 
that I never knew, and I've known her for 40 years. Yeah, um, that's why we uh, wanted to do it. She's good. just so comprehensive. She's just done so much. <laughs> it's been great. And it's been great knowing you also, uh, Lucy, and we look forward to the memorial at the uh, Brunswick Town Hall Yes, in the, yes. In the coming weeks or we'll months or whatever. We'll yes, let definitely. you know. We'll okay, let thank you, know. Uncle Dennis Thanks, and mate. beautiful Susanna thank and you. Irene. Thanks, thank guys. you. Thank you. Thank you, Lucy, for calling, and what a brave woman she is, and she is indeed. And uh, as she said, her mother taught her, Lynn taught her to keep her voice, and she's kept her mm. voice. We were, we were saying before, Irene, that mm. um, um, uh, uh, Lynn brought up uh, Lucy and Chloe not to just say things, yes. but to actually go and do things. Yes. If you find something wrong in the world that you don't like, go and do something about it. Yep. You know, shout out. Yep. Um, don't just speak about it. And that's uh, that's the way she taught them. And that's what she was like. Exactly. And uh, yes, that was a fairly heavy call to take from um, mm. a woman. I almost said a young woman, but Lucy's because I think. Oh, don't give her age. I, look, I remember <laughs> her, her, her in the pusher. <laughs> you remember most people in the pusher, Susan. <laughs> even me. <laughs> even, no. even the old bulger here. <laughs> we have a calendar actually at 3CR. A calendar about 10 years ago or longer. It was an activist calendar. That's right. And there's a picture of Lynn with... No, actually, it was just a picture of the pusher with uh, Lucy in it holding some banner. Ah, that's something. Yeah. I've got that photograph. Yes, it was a terrific... A uh, black and white photograph. Yes, a black and white one. Well, we look forward to the memoriam at uh, the Brunswick Town Hall. I'm sure yes. that there'll be a, there'll be a, lot a of bit of porphyry there. pool uh, <laughs> drunk there, <laughs> <laughs> as well as a, a few glasses of lunatic soup. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yes. No worries. Anyway, it's 944 on left after breakfast. I'm not uh, sure if uh, Yvette is actually there. Oh, I'm really? Sure we might finally get to her. You, you aren't there, are you, Yvette? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's not. But she did ring a couple of times, but she didn't ring in the first... The first time she rang was not to speak to us, was to ask us to find a record by Judy Small. I had to think, what's a record? But then... But, and then um, she did ring again, and it didn't really happen. Judy Small used to um, be very popular yes. on 3CR. And you heard her first, first. on 3CR. Yeah. That was in the you days when we Judy used... Judy Small first on yeah. 3CR. That was back in the days when we used to drink uh, uh, red wine out of flagons. Yes. Flagons, you flagons. drink out of flagons. Paper bags. The autumn brown sweet sherry. <laughs> My, it was the fruity oh, no. sweets. Oh, fruity not a sweet. fruity. <laughs> well, it was two and sixpence. It was wet. And then when it went up to two and ninepence, I... Oh, I you couldn't... Have, you went off it, did you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to go up to the local bottle-o um, <laughs> and ask for... Uh, claret was on special back in those days. It was worth 90 cents. Oh, the toenail claret, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And I always asked if they had a cold bottle. And a cold, if, bottle, a cold bottle, a oh, cold bottle of claret, yes. and if they could put it in a paper bag, so I could <laughs> yeah. drink it on the way home. <laughs> That's, that that was when I lived anyway. in Brody. Well, we were tough. Yeah, we, yeah, well, that'd be right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, be careful. Uh, Maguire comes from Brody. He does. Yeah. Did he comes from he Paris in the Brody, not the ghetto <laughs> end where I came from. No, there was a Paris in the Brody. <laughs> well, there sure is. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be. Um, 
I used to get it from Norris or actually Veras in Carlton, and people who know Carlton will remember that place. Veras? What, a bottle shop? No, it was a house. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Sly Grog? Yeah. That was against the law. Yeah. It oh. used to be a place down in Richmond. Yeah. Uh, it used to, you used to go on a Sly Grog, you used to go and bang on the back gate and get a dozen bottles on a okay. Sunday morning. Yeah, instead of going... I think it was 30 kilometres out of town because if you went, if you drove 30 kilometres out of town, um, you could always get uh, beer. I don't know how you, how you drove home. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be able to get beer. Oh, this is another world to me. <laughs> and look, we, we, we have a call from, um, from Simon. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Simon. Uh, we're facing. Yes, we are. We're, we're We've got technological difficulties. <laughs> What's going on here? This is not like me at that's all. That's it. That's it. He's on. Is that Simon? Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Simon. Did she say Simone? No. I'm sorry. It's Simone. Good oh, morning, Simone. Simone. We haven't got anybody on. No. No. She's shuffled <laughs> off the mortal coil. Yeah, she's um, it's, it's, <laughs> no, somebody laughed on there. Somebody just laughed on here. <laughs> it's me. Somebody's <laughs> laughing. It's me. <laughs> Well, who's laughing? It's right. It's you. Good, good morning, me. She can't talk for Good laughing. morning. Um, oh, I just wanted to say that Slim Beaton brought out one of my best friends. Good. And she, she brought her up really well, and um, I'm absolutely devastated by this, and I'm devastated for Lucy. Mm. And um, also, I know, I mean, Irene is amazing too. I um, grew up with her, her son. Oh, Nick. Did yeah. you? Oh, were you at uni yeah. with Nick or something, were you? Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes. You know that Nick is a That's famous right. filmmaker in Spain? Oh, well, yes. Oh, you do? To me, he's oh, still so. Nick from... He's Nick from yeah, yeah, Nick from La Trobe. S R C. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, Lynn was amazing, and I just really put my heart out to um, lots of people in the left community at the moment. Yeah. Good. And um, and because they've lost an amazing person. That's right. Yes, um, and you stay strong, comrade. And uh, if you follow in the footsteps of uh, the beaten family, uh, you can't. You can. You can only do yourself good. Well, yeah, I'm left, but um, mm. I don't know that I <laughs> follow in all their footsteps. Well, but try. You've had my, a good go at children, it. If my children grow up to be as amazing as Lucy. For my um, listening politics, Good. then I think that's amazing. And she wasn't an amazing person. Yeah. Yep. Well, she's got two uh, two daughters to follow in her footsteps, and I'll be no different. And Alice won't. Be and Alice, Alice. Uh, oh, there'll be no different both, than uh, than well, Lynn Beaton when they're they both, go. They're all arty women, yes. and I think that's a beautiful thing. Good. Good. It is. Thanks it for is. your call. Thank you. Yeah. And hello from me. And it's lovely to hear oh. from you. Oh, yeah, thanks. Only because you okay. admired you. <laughs> thanks, um, Simone. Yeah, you got a fan club. <laughs> thank you, Simone. Yeah. 
And all that time we were calling for Simon. <laughs> no one, yeah. no Simon, one, she didn't no answer. She didn't answer. It's uh, <laughs> nine. Well, I thought it was Simon, and there were, I noticed there was a thing. I thought it might be the name that Simon's been using, uh, which is um, Simeo. Well, Simeo or something. Simeo Milareo. That's what we're talking about. Simon Miller. No, we're talking about Simeo. Right. Milareo. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Senor Milareo. Yeah, I've seen that on Facebook. Well, it's Senor, isn't yeah, it? Senor is a lady. Yeah, you know the lingo. You spent yeah. many many months in uh, Italy throwing rocks at uh, throwing rocks at the river <laughs> and chasing that, 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 that bloke. No, chasing <laughs> that bloke with the one eye in the middle of his forehead. <laughs> she did. I'm I not joking. Cyclops. Cyclops. And I think from the miracles yes. of modern technology and the. It's a wonderful patience of young Andrew who is out there in the studio to produce this. That I, we actually have Yvette. Hello. Yes, hello. What amazing. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, comrades. Good morning. I was rung back about three times. Apparently they're going to try and get the song up for you. All um, right. Okay. That song means a lot to Lynn because, of course, it's the Greenham Common song. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. 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 And, um, yes, a Bridget Evans. She spent a lot of time in England researching working class history with the mines and all that sort of stuff, of course. Mm. And Greenham Common, she was in contact with a lot of the women there. And all the women who were arrested at Greenham Common were called Bridget Evans. Yes. They were, it was a brilliant campaign. But what I've rung up to say about Lynn, and my condolences to you, Lucy, I know you're listening, and Chloe, and Simon, and Alice. And Simon, you were one of her children too, there's no doubt. She, she embraced you all. Lynn did two things for me. One, she led the way, I think, for me in terms of the way that you bring up children. Um, she and Jerry separated a long time ago and they both co-parented those children and they co-parented really successfully and they showed how you lead the way these days when you do break up as family but you still manage to look after your kids in a proper way and teach them properly and show them how to negotiate and how to continue on after thing, after the crap hits the fan. That's one thing. I think that's a really important thing that she'd showed us. It's an incredibly important thing. The other thing that she did thing. for me, and this is a discussion that we had um, back at Camp Eureka many years ago when Tarek Ali came out and spoke and um, all those sorts of things. We had this huge discussion and she pointed out to me a, a distinction that I'd never thought of before and I think you might find it interesting to discuss as well is the difference between communists live ethically. We don't live with morals. We live with ethics. And that's how we bring up our children. And that, for me, has always been a really important point to think about, about how we make our judgments, how we analyse, how we look at everything, is to not be moralistic, but to be ethical in our practices and in the way that we look at things. Well put, Yvette. Well put. A lesson that we can all learn. I think yeah. so. I think yeah. it's a really... I think they were both really important, shining examples that Lynn gave to me. Um, I've lost two elder women this week. I, I buried one the morning that I, I heard about Lynn's loss, and mm. I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm really feeling like my elders, yeah? Well, the women I love and respect mm. are going, and that it's up to us to carry on the baton, as usual. Yeah. Um, and um, I know that Lynn's daughters and Lynn's granddaughter... We'll pick up that baton and carry it, and it will have a shining torch on it. 
Good. Thanks, Yvette. Thanks no for your, thanks for your call. Well, to you all. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And, and we've got to point out that we're all only hanging by, by the skin <laughs> of our teeth. Well, us, um, us three old crocs. Well, that's right. There have been many times uh, this year when the program didn't go ahead because someone was in intensive care or someone well, was I'm, in I'm, rehab or something, and you've got your hand out of plaster oh, or whatever. It's improving, though. Yes, yes. Skinny, skinny wrist. Well, I know. Next um, yes. birthday party in Have you already had your seventieth? Yes, a oh, while right. back. But I'm I'm having a party in 2020. Twenty twenty. Yeah. So That's long, four I'm years ago. Years. How old would you be? I have to last be? until then to old. get a party out of be old. I'll be four years older than I am now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's not counting <laughs> all years, folks. She's not counting that time. In, she was sick. It's well. It's the first of May, twenty twenty. My birthday. Oh, you're born on May Day. Yes, but I might be it, which actually means help me, help me. You know that's oh. what it means. I reckon day. you've shifted your birthday. No, <laughs> you couldn't have been born on the first All of right, May. I was born on Valpurgis Eve, <laughs> which is the night before. Because <laughs> your, your mum comes from Turkey, didn't she? Originally, she used to have the Suvlaki yes. shop down in uh, <laughs> down in Collingwood. She did just after she took the suicide pill. Not your mum, you. Oh, God, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's talking about my um, famous debut uh, on oh. the main, with Gregory Peck on film. Mm. Oh, You didn't know that she was in a film called On the Beach you were, with Gregory Peck. I didn't know Peck she was on the, beach, huh? in on the Beach. I didn't know she was in yeah. the, and, and with Danny Gregory Frankston. Peck. Gregory Peck well, and Ava Gardner. Well, he wouldn't have noticed me. Oh, OK. <laughs> there were a number of children. Were you an extra yeah. on the beach or something, were you? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I was in a pool. You were in a pool? Somewhere in oh. the, just past Keeler somewhere. Oh, okay. I thought it was in Frankston. No, that's where the film was set. Oh, right. Oh, well, I'll, have to, I'll have to get a copy of, a that, copy of that and, 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 and watch it and see girl. if I can see you. A little blonde child, yes. Yeah. 9.56, <laughs> uh, you'll be ah. listening to Left After Breakfast for the tribute uh, to Lynn Beaton. And uh, thank you for the, for the calls we've had on air and those off air. We've got about three minutes to go, but uh, I'm not too sure. Have you got any uh, stories about Gaffney's ready to go? Oh, he is. Gaffney's on the go. He's staring at us. And I thank Chris once again for bringing in that uh, Joe Hill, which reminded me of sitting up one night, Chris, singing that with Lynn in my kitchen and a neighbour coming in to check whether I was all right. (laughs) Whether you'd been strangled. (laughs) It's about 2 a.m. and... I was louder than Lynn, and she's the one that could sing, not mm. me. I was a boy soprano, you know. I, I, know you I sang at the North Melbourne Town Hall mm. before they woke up to me. No, before my voice broke. The year my voice broke. That was when you were about 19? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, it, once again, it's 9.57. You're listening to Left After Breakfast, waiting for Keep Left uh, well, to no, come on Well, no, not really, in. not really. We're not we're waiting. We're not waiting. No. We're not waiting. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to make him wait, are no, we? Well, we're about to sort Well, just to, just to finish, to I, finish up and get out of here. I've got some happy news. that oh, I yeah. have now got a little doggy. I thought you said you're going to be pregnant. Oh, you got a dog? Who's going to look after our going. dog? I know, I know. I want to look after your dog. Time's ticking away. We'll have to get them to make friends. Please, time's ticking away, folks. All right. Uh, So. You've been listening to Left After Breakfast, uh, Felicia R's most popular program, um, uh, um, introduced by Susan Duffy. And goodbye, Lynn.
You were mm. a wonderful, wonderful woman. Mm. Let's go out in the same old way. Why not? Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from left after breakfast. <laughs>